second and victory. Welcome into episode one of many to the second and victory podcast. Austin Nelson here with my good friends, Brett Bachelor, Chris Carter. What's going on, guys? What's going How's on? How's it going? Man, this is exciting. So, for, I mean, for weeks now, we've been kind of putting second and victory together and um, throwing out ideas. And we just haven't had time to finally do a podcast. We finally are able to now and uh, super, super stoked to, to get started and kind of do a weekly thing with you guys and um, kind of the outlook on it. We, we've been talking um, in our group chat and it's, I mean, we're going to like, it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot different than what armchair uh, tighten up the podcast was um, a lot different. A lot different. So, um, you know, we lost, we lost Noah and Trey, which said nothing but the best and Elijah, but you know, we added a, Freaking five star stud, five star recruit on the team now. Yeah, super hyped to have Chris with us now. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot more laid back, um, a lot more conversation, just about random stuff, life. You know, you know, whatever. We're watching at the time on TV, whatever. Uh, we have, I mean, we're gonna have guests on all the time, but you get a lot, a lot of us too. So um, this is kind of outlook on it. Uh, again, I'm Austin. And uh, uh, Brett, go ahead, man. Uh, what's up, y'all? I'm Brett. If you kept us kept up with this from Armchair Tighten Up, then you've heard this before. Me and Austin, we we've been rolling with this podcast thing for a while, and pretty much like Austin said, we're all big Titans guys. We're all good friends, and we just love doing this. So we hope to hope to continue to do this for a long time. And I'm just glad we got like Austin said, a little five star recruit with Chris joining on us, joining on, joining in on us. What's up, everybody? I'm Chris. Uh, you may not know who I am, but you've probably seen my graphic design on Twitter at some point. Um, I, I, I do a little bit of everything when it comes to sports. A uh, huge graphic design nerd, a uh, huge Titans nerd, Preds nerd, whatever. Whatever you want to talk about sports related, I'm here for it. Uh, it's super excited to be a part of this. Yeah, I think we're going to talk about a whole lot of more than Titans at times, I feel like, too. I know. Yeah. yeah. The Preds just ended, but dude, I'm a huge. I mean, I'm just sport. I think all of us are sports nerds in general. So, mm-hmm. um, big time. Talk about the finals coming up. Just random stuff. I mean, as much as Sitter Titans podcast is going to be, um, it, they might get boring at times. So, we'll definitely veer off and talk about other stuff too. But, uh, just I mean, it's kind of guys. It's the off season. There's not a whole lot going on in Titans land. No, it's very quiet right now, which is a good time to start a podcast. I feel like to hype it up for the season, you know, training camp, all the other stuff that's going to go on along the way. Oh yeah, um, but so let's I mean, let's talk about kind of where we've you know where we're at so far. Um, that you know we haven't had a podcast. We didn't, we weren't able to um, preview the draft, and we weren't able to preview um, you know off season signings and all that kind of stuff. But we, it's over with now. So you know, every, let's all go around and just talk about one guy, offense and defense, if you want to. Um, your favorite signing of the offseason, um, draft, you know, free agent, whatever it may be. Um, I'll start, and I'll kind of go, I guess, a very popular pick, um, and that's A.J. Brown. <laughs> um, the stud. Happy yeah, the big Brown, stud. Right? I mean, I'm just thrilled to have this guy. One, I was right last year when I said the Titans should get Rashawn Evans. Um, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that. And then this year I said, I think if there's any receiver I want, it has to be A.J. Brown. Um, I so I was super, super excited to see him fall to the second round. And I really did not think we had any shot at getting him. I didn't even think we were, you know, wanting to get a receiver that early. But I felt like he is by far the best receiver in this draft. 
Um, and so super stoked to get him. And uh, him and Corey are already, I think, buddy buddies working. The last two guys leave practice every day at OTA. So I think they're going to be great together. So that's my offensive side of the guy. Um, and defensively, I've thought about this for a little bit today because uh, I didn't know who to say. There's a couple guys that I, I, I could have thrown out there, but I think it's Cameron Wake, guys. Uh, that's I'm a good super one. That's a great one to have Cameron Wake uh, on his team. One, because I always liked him in Miami. I was always jealous they had him, and the Titans never had a guy like Cameron Wake. Um, but I understand he's – was he 36? Am I right there? 37. 37. 37. Good night. I feel like he gets older every day. <laughs> he played forever in the CFL before he even came to the NFL. Yeah, he did. That's wild. So I'm 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 so happy we got him because I still feel like and I think we all feel this way he still has something in the tank like he still got it so um, I, I'm super excited to have him and him teach the younger guys like David Long and wait I'm probably just throwing out your names now so I'll shut up uh, <laughs> real quick on on Cam Wade I mean I think just looking at him last season I think he was what the second or third most productive uh, pass rusher in the NFL based on usage percentage which is insane at his age. So, I mean, as long as he's, you know, not they're not trying to throw him out there for, you know, 75% of the snaps or anything, he's going to be productive. Uh, let's just hope. I, th- I think my big hope with him is that these these young guys learn something from him, especially Landry. My, my favorite thing about the Wake signing was, I know you all talk about, I guess, teaching the young guys, but putting him next to Jarrell Casey, honestly, because yeah, these sure. past couple of years we've seen Jarrell Casey and, and – Basically, that's it, Jarrell Casey. You know, you're right. next to Austin Johnson, who hasn't who hasn't done much out of Penn State. And then Daquan Jones had a great year two years ago until he got hurt, didn't necessarily recover last year. And really, if you really think about it, throughout the Titans years, there's only been probably three stout defensive linemen. If you go from Javon Curse and then to Kyle Vandenbosch and now Jarrell Casey, there's never really been a tandem that the Titans have had for a long time. So I think if you put Wake next to Jarrell Casey can create a lot of havoc on the offense or the defensive side of the ball for the offense of the uh, other team. I'm going to be honest. I'm still kind of upset on this Austin Johnson pick the Titans had back in, you know, 2016. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's, at least it's not as bad as Dodd was. Yeah, that, was a, that was a rough second round, though. I yeah, mean, other, other, than, other than somehow Henry falling to us. God, I still don't know how that happened. But, like, think about it. Look at you guys. We took Kevin Dodd. Over Jalen Smith and Miles Jack and Chris. Jones and Xavier Howard, who just now got paid as a, the highest paid cornerback ever. Uh huh. Um, Correa got picked a pick ahead of Austin Johnson, who's even on a, on our team now, anyways. So crazy. I mean, the guys that got picked behind Austin Johnson: Michael Thomas, Baller, Deion Jones, uh, Cody Whitehair, 
I mean, KB, but we got him too. But I just I, <laughs> I, I, the Titans need a receiver then, and I don't understand how they passed on Michael Thomas. I, I don't no. know. Uh, right, your turn. Is that right? Uh, you, I thought about Cameron White saying that for defense, but if I go defense, I mean, it it's not necessarily an addition because he was here last year, but for me, it's the re-signing of Kenny Vaccaro. Just because the re-signing of Kenny Vaccaro is huge, I think, for Kevin Byard and the rest of the defense because now, I mean, we saw Kevin Byard say before about how he's a center fielder and he can play everywhere, and he's and he, he's right. So if you put Vaccaro in there and let him kind of hold down the middle of the defense and let KB roam free, that can create a lot of havoc for the for the defensive backfield of this team. And then I think if you go on the offensive side of the ball, you said A.J. Brown, I'll stay at the same position, but I'll go more slot and go with Adam Humphreys just because that creates more of a downfield threat for the outside guys like Corey and A.J. Because if you're scared of, of Adam Humphreys cutting across 10, 15 yards every time, that's going to open up downfield threats for Corey and A.B. all day long. Or A.J., excuse me. Yeah, I you actually you stole both of mine there, Brett. So, <laughs> uh, but but really, I I was debating on on defense. Man, I'm so stoked about Amani Hooker. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fact that the fact that he fell to us in the draft that that kid is going to be special. I think for a long time in the NFL, uh, getting to learn from from KB and and uh, Vaccaro for for a year or two, and and even Logan. I mean, you know, there's there's just going to be so much. Uh, growth, I think, in him over over the next one to two years, and I'm I'm super excited about him. Uh, on the offensive side, I'm also going to go hump. Uh, I I think he just adds a as a dimension to our offense that we've yeah. been missing for a long time. Yeah. Um, and and getting getting Delaney back and and having hump both his safety valves is going to be huge for Marcus. Can you talk There's about how on your shoulder too? What about I mean the way Delaney's been talking lately? Boy, does that boy seem ready to play? Yeah. Oh, he's ready. I'm excited. Think about it. I mean, it's been a long time. If not ever, guys, that the Titans with this many weapons. No. I, I mean, I understand it's a very questionable young offense, but on but I mean, paper, on paper, if, it, it, if you, it's pretty good. If you think about the receivers, though, I mean, you you mentioned Yancey Thigpen from way back in the day, and Titans fans' eyes will still light up like he's – one of the best Titans receivers ever. But if you really think about it, you had Kevin Dyson <laughs> and Derek Mason, and that's those are probably the two best receivers in Titans history, and those were so yeah. long ago. Yeah. And, they, and when they played, they were never even the best receivers in the league. So no, the Titans, God, they were dynamic threats for the team as a whole, but the Titans have never had that one guy that just goes out there and dominates the league like uh, Mike Thomas and, and AJ, or excuse me, AB do, stuff like that. I think Corey Corey's shown that he can be that guy. It's just mm-hmm. it's, it's been sporadic, and and he needs to build on that consistency. I mean, what he did uh, against that Patriots secondary uh, was was just utter utter domination. Yeah, uh, if we can get that out of him most games, he, he's going to be he'll be talked about around the league I, for sure. My biggest thing for Corey is that I think if he's so strong. I think if you can just throw it up and let him go up the ladder and get it, he's going to come down with the football. I mean, his first ever catch in the Oakland game. Two years ago, before he got that hamstring injury, it was literally back shoulder way away from him. He just went up the ladder and got it. And then in the Philadelphia game last year, when it was back shoulder throw, and he went up and got it to win the game. I think if you just throw the ball up to him, that man's going to come down with it. I agree. And and talking about the wide receivers, I think John Robinson did something uh, really important this year in that 
he improved the route running immensely yeah. uh, between, between Hump and AJ Brown. That they they both run such crisp routes that hopefully Corey and, and Taywan can can kind of learn from that. And man, there's there's just so much potential in this wide receiver core for the first time in a long time. Yes. Especially Taywan too, because that dude is so fast. But you just see him kind of off his routes all the time. And we saw it in the Colts game a couple times last year where the ball was there in his hands or his route wasn't necessarily there. It could have led to those big long plays that the Titans necessarily don't always have. Okay, so did you guys see where the draft will be in Cleveland in twenty twenty one? Yes. Kansas City twenty twenty three. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh I think Cleveland's gonna be interesting. Uh, it'll be. I think it's cool because it's I, honestly, I'm kind of surprised they didn't go to Canton because they talked about it going there because of the yeah. Hall obviously and all that holiday game. Know. But Canton, I agree. Canton's a smaller city. Cleveland's going to be interesting to me too because I think if Cleveland plays well these next couple of years, and the dog town's going to come out in full blown forces for the draft. Obviously, I don't think there's going to be six hundred thousand plus people and a hundred thirty three million dollars in direct spending like Nashville had, but. See, okay, it's not. I didn't mean to interrupt you, bro. To make that's a very good point. Listen, I'm kind of like jealous now that other cities are getting the draft, and it's not the national year. Like, I don't want to see another city have better numbers than us. No, no. Well, I hope hope y'all agree. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see something like that again. A little Preds talk. This reminds me a lot of when. Uh, Nashville hosted the NHL All Star Game. Yeah, oh, and like it, it just yeah. set the standard, right? I mean, yep. that was everyone says that was the greatest one ever. And then Vegas had to really up their game and 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 do something special, and they did. And it was really cool to see, I think, uh, because their their goal was to to do something more spectacular than what Nashville did. Granted, I don't think it was more spectacular, but it was hype. And so, you know, I think I really I I kind of like. To see, I, I'm excited to see what other cities do, just right. because we we've set the standard now. So I'm, if if Cleveland dominates it, dude, I'm stoked for them because it's going to be it's going to make it a fun draft. And I think Loki, Cleveland makes off. a lot more. No, I'm sorry, Cleveland makes no, a lot more sense than Kansas City does. I just don't see. I I don't, I've never been to Kansas City. I don't know what is to do in Kansas City besides a great yeah. barbecue, from what I hear. Um, so I'm usually in Kansas City once a year, and uh, it is a very cool. Very cool city, man. I'm gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, the power and light district is super cool. Um, I'm I'm just knowing knowing that city a little bit. I'm kind of curious how they lay things out, how they do it. Uh Um, they do have a huge, huge convention center space downtown. (laughs) I'm sure they'll take take advantage of that. But Kansas City is a pretty cool town. I really think this is the NFL taking advantage of the hype around Baker and Mahomes. For sure. Yeah, I agree. I think low-key, too. Go ahead, bro. Okay, okay. My fault. I was just going to say, like, I think low-key, too, like, you were talking about Vegas and all that. It almost seems like, I mean, obviously, we all love Nashville and stuff like that. But low-key, Vegas might be starting to get a little upset with the city because, like you said, they tried to have to to one-up the draft, the the NFL draft they're going to have to. And then the NHL All-Star game, they had to try and one-up. And then Nashville is now the number one bachelorette city, and there's it's not as dirty as Vegas. And look, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that Nashville is up and better than Vegas, but it's almost like Nashville is starting to one up Vegas, and everything they do in Vegas is trying to have to come up with different answers. Their their hockey team, the Golden Knights, got mad at the Predators' uh, staff for cheering in the press box because they thought it was 
unruly and stuff like that. And I don't know. It just seems like there's a little tension between the two cities. Yeah. And, and you didn't even mention that we have sports betting now. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. This is coming on a sports game, but I'm super excited about that. Vegas, I mean, Vegas is upset, low-key. But I mean, I, they, they, they lost. The Golden Knights lost a social – they had to fire one of their social media members because of what they were talking about with the Predators and how it went on to other teams after that. Right. But I, listen, I, I, I'm excited for Vegas. I think they'll do a phenomenal job. But like I said, I will, will – I mean, you almost want to say it's an easy answer. Will Vegas bring more people to the, their draft than Nashville did our draft? It's, I mean, it's almost an ob- obvious answer. I think so because everybody wants to go to Vegas. Yeah. It's probably exactly. a lot of people's first time going to Vegas. Like, Vegas is still the number one town. Oh no doubt. Listen, if I had yeah. a city to just to go for a weekend, maybe not from Nashville. Not if I wasn't from Nashville, I'd still pick Vegas. Obviously. And Vegas is like—I mean, Nashville is kind of like the Vegas of the East now, or the South. Yep. You know, you know, <laughs> east of the Mississippi. Uh, yeah. But what I was wanting to get at after we had that talk was 2022 still open. And so mm-hmm. I don't, I, I truly yeah. don't think that we get that just because we just had it in 19. We'd probably get it again in like 24, 25, I feel like. Um, I'm super fun. curious about why they're leaving 2022 over. I am. It's really weird. It's really Maybe, weird. I could be wrong about this. Like they could say, you know what? No, we have to go back to Nashville because, it, I mean, it was such a fun party. But I'm going to throw a city out there that I think should get it. And I saw a minute ago on Twitter and I'm kind of still in there thunder. I didn't read the article. But what about Boston? Yeah, that that was just who was in my head, honestly. I didn't even think what about, about that. Boston. Boston would be, I mean, obviously the Patriots. Like, yeah, I mean, I feel like they would. <clears throat> they throw a great party because they always they always throw a huge party. They they're for, for the parades for any team that always. I mean, every single year, some team from Boston's winning the championship. Oh, I mean, oh. If, the, if the Bruins if the Bruins win it here in a couple of weeks, if they win the if they win the Cup Finals, Boston will have three of the four major sports titles in their town alone, with the Red Sox, Patriots, and then the Bruins if they win it all. Yeah, sorry, Celtics. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I'm sorry, bro. Your team didn't. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but I got my Red Sox title, so I'll take that, Brett. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, none of my teams are good. Royals are terrible. Predators can't make it through the playoffs. You, you're, your Royals had a run there for a second. Yeah, we had a, we had it for two years, and everybody decided to leave after that. But at least we got a title out of it. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, Boston, I think, would be a, a great spot for it. What would another another City be like a, a Seattle, but I feel like it would rain. Do you think what about it? Do you think Atlanta or DC? Atlanta be cool. So I, I love Atlanta. I feel like if I didn't live in Astro, I'd probably live in Atlanta. I actually I actually went down during during the Super Bowl. I didn't go yep. to the Super Bowl, but I went down for all the festivities. Uh just kind of spent a day down there and it was awesome, dude. I mean, like there the hospitality was great. Obviously, they're in the South, so hospitality was fantastic. Um, the events were cool, the layout was Within walking distance of everything, it was really neat, really cool experience. I think I think Atlanta would crush it. What about what about Houston or New Orleans? I don't want Houston to get anything. <laughs> I mean, you talk about a party though. If you, if they threw one in New Orleans, that would be crazy. And these are good spots, honestly. New Orleans, even Miami. Yep, I thought about but Miami. Miami struggles as a sports town. I mean, people were literally yeah, leaving sure. Game Six when before Ray Allen hit that three pointer. But I mean. And they struggle with baseball, but I mean, it's not a bad sports town, but I feel like they struggle with that as much as getting people in for things like that. I, I guess I'm thinking more of low location and where people would come to. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, I'd, I'd go to Miami. Oh, for sure. I mean, but, yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Chris. It's interesting why they left it open. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Um, all right. So I don't know if anybody's ever 
ever asked you guys this, but have you ever had the, the, the conversation of who would you rather have a coffee with and who would you have a beer with? Yeah. Let's talk about it with the Titans. Let's do it. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Listen, I've been thinking about this. I think the the I, I'm I'm jumping on this one first. Let me jump I'll on this one first. No, go, go. <laughs> All right. Coffee one hundred percent Logan Ryan. That dude fascinates nice. me. That's a good fascinates pick. me. Good pick, Chris. I mean, such a such a down to earth, uh philanthropic guy. I would love to just sit and have coffee with him and just talk and, and pick his brain. Um a beer, beer would be a much harder discussion. I think everybody would want to say Taylor Lewan. Okay, I was going to say, guys, let's not pick him. Let's see. Right, well. right. So, I mean, I, I think honestly, I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here. I'd like to just chill and have a, a few beers with my boy Kevin Byard. No talk doubt. a little Blue Raider football. No doubt. Uh, yeah, I, I think that'd be a blast. Brett, go ahead. Cause I'm still thinking. You know, if I, if I had to go coffee. And we said we wouldn't go to this guy for beer, but honestly, I would go Taylor Lewan for coffee just because – you hear me out on this one. Taylor Lewan loves his beer, obviously. He talks about it all the time. But at least to me, he doesn't come across as that rager, go out, just drink 80 beers type person. He almost seems like a guy that likes to sit down at the table or can't fire and drink it. And he's actually a smart guy. So I feel like if you sit down and have a coffee with him at the table, you could get a lot out of him. So I know it's kind of weird, but he just seems like a smart guy to me. So I would go coffee for Taylor the one, and then beer. I mean, holy cow, that's a tough. One. I mean, Marcus doesn't drink, so you can't go with Marcus, obviously. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know if I wouldn't have coffee. You know, you know, if I would go beer, I'm just gonna go with a good Southern, just like a good old Southern boy. I'm gonna go with Ben Jones. I think he'd be a cool guy to have a beer with. I like it. I like that. That's a, a real good one. That's a good one. All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look at the roster because it really is tough. Because you wanna. I think coffee, I'd go with Wood. Uh, Wesley Wood, what do you think about I that? I mean, kind of in the same vein as Logan Ryan. I mean, just a fascinating yeah. dude. Yep, for sure. Or even even if he was on the team, I'd go Derek Morgan. Just oh, that's what I was about to say. Holy so, cow. He, like, he's just – I'm okay. He, he's going in on the, on the medical marijuana thing, and he's a, a huge yeah. advocate for that. I'd love to talk about that and kind of his theory and – Really, how much and how many players smoke marijuana in the NFL? Because it's a huge debate, and I know we just saw that on the PO podcast, uh, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so I would love to kind of pick his brain, but if we had a, a current tight, I'd go Woodyard because I feel like he has some has some uh, you know knowledge there too. Talking about Morgan, um, just to go off subject a little bit, did you guys see where he released his new website yesterday and it lists out all his investments and stuff? I missed Actually, that. fascinating. He's an investor in Beyond Burger. Uh, which, in case you guys don't know, is is blowing up right now. It's the alternative. Uh, it's plant-based meats, but uh, Beyond and, and Impossible Burgers are, are blowing up huge. Uh, and he's an investor in that. He has he's a lot of interesting investments. Interesting. Yeah. Where is, is, is there a Beyond Burger here at all? So Beyond Burger is typically served in restaurants. So, I mean, like uh, Freebirds Burritos, they have yeah. Beyond Meat. Yeah, um, there's there's a few other restaurants that do it. It's it's actually really good. Um, I, I personally, I've, I've tried both the Impossible and Beyond. I think the Impossible is a little better, but uh, they're both good. Who are you having a beer with, Austin? I'll have to try that, Chris. It's interesting. Um, beer. There's a couple guys that like you would like to kind of just chill with, go go downtown at a bar and just kind of kick it with for a little bit. What about uh? I think a Dory would be fun to hang out. A Dory would be a cool one. 
<laughs> I don't think we get too crazy. I mean, he'd have some cool stories about USC and what um, a door would be fun. Even Jayon Brown. I'm doing a lot. I'm going deep. We're going defense heavy here. Um, yeah. Because there's nobody on the offense that really would be exciting. Maybe besides. This, this, our defense has a lot of personality, though. It does, lot. dude. That's the cool part about it. We said we said no for Taylor Lewan. Really, the only two guys I can think of on the offense that I would like to have a beer with would be Ben Jones, who I who I went with, and the other one would be Dennis Kelly. That's I interesting. Just, I, don't know. That, I that's bet they, just, they can just chug beers. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd like to maybe just sit down and have have a coffee with uh, Rock and, and learn about how his, he's invested in the um, the esports industry, which is obviously getting huge on its own, <laughs> right? Uh, and he he owns a team that I think competes in Fortnite right now. Yeah, so. it's, absolutely. Um, well, guys, I mean, listen, that, this wasn't the, the the best podcast ever, but it was just kind of an introductory. So that's just what you're gonna kind of get from us uh, week in and week out. So we'll be back next week. Um, that was fun though, guys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I enjoyed that. Um, short and sweet. So we'll have, we'll bring a lot, you know, more to you guys next week. Get some guests going, get some ideas going. We'll talk about it, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be better. Promise you that. So. Uh, uh, thank you for listening to Second Victory Podcast. Tell your friends, tell your sister, tell your mama. Uh, we'll be back uh, soon, guys. <laughs>